Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Don't make us do it. Don't make us do it. We pregame. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, man. A little turkey day. A little turkey day for everyone. The Nuggets, you guys, are on the road trip from hell. They'd fall for the third time in four games, 124 to 119, this time to the Orlando Magic. Do the Magic own the Nuggets? Even without Wendell Carter Jr., this time Goga Batazde, they still own the Denver Nuggets. I don't get it. We're going to have to sort through all that. I think there's a lot of things that are worth talking about. I think this one might be one of those post-game shows where we kind of all disagree about the takeaways, just based on hearing everyone's takes during the live show. So I'm kind of excited to battle. To help me battle, I got Harrison Wynn. I just talked for two and a half hours. Now I'm going to talk about this one for another hour. <laughs> I got there's new stuff to say though. There's I, I held on to some takes over here. I got D line. Feel like Harrison. I ain't even talking about it that much, but I didn't want to talk about it. I, I feel like that game doesn't deserve our commentary. Uh, hit that like button, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then over here, the man who actually did bring it tonight, because while we all lost. We all made money. Yeah, Superstar Dev. We played along. I mean, there was one thing that went good tonight, <laughs> and that was it. That was all. Ah, I can't wait for Black Friday. I've got all this new money to spend for Black Friday. <laughs> um, in all sincerity, we did the watch along today, and it was fun to follow our bets. There was one play at the very end of the game that won us three bets. One play. Yeah, yeah, the AG one? Yeah, it was AG. It was... I think I can't remember what what it was. Three, KCP three maybe three. Yeah, it was a lot An of things. Assist from Aaron Gordon. It was a it was, it was a lot all in one man. It really worked out. Um, this is a short fast breakdown, guys. Let's go through it right away. Ten to three to start. Nuggets showed up. We haven't seen a great start to the game for the Nuggets for a while. At least they got one thing right. They started off really well, and Michael Porter was a big part of it. Two, uh, but he did pick up two fouls. He had his jumper going tonight, man. He looked very confident shooting the basketball, but those two early fouls took him out of the game. Jokic had five assists like in the first minute of this game. It was 28-28 Nuggets at the end of one. Porter came back in and was still hot. His jumper continued to have confidence with it. That's one silver lining here. The Nuggets went zone a lot tonight. Defense optional for the Denver Nuggets tonight. Michael Malone, you know, he doesn't go to the zone Maybe they got too cute by half, thinking, oh, they don't have great guard play, so we'll go zone. But it did not work tonight, fellas. Their defense was atrocious, and the zone did not work. Reggie hit a buzzer beater going into the half, though. He now leads the NBA in shots to end a quarter. Leads the NBA (laughs) with seven of them. I'm not kidding. That's a stat. Uh, 62-56 Nuggets going into the half. In the third quarter, Nuggets immediately cough up the lead, and the Magic take a lead. Michael Malone shortens his rotation. Jalen Pickett in the second quarter, not very good. One of his worst stints. So Michael Malone says, you know what? No Pickett in the second half. We're just going to go with Jokic and the bench. Um, the Yo- Jokic does leave the game up two, though. Hands it off to the bench. Strother comes in and hits a floater and a three. He was playing great. And the Nuggets take an 88-82 lead into the fourth quarter. But this is where the bench collapsed. First of all, Christian Brown hit a three and then had a coast-to-coast. Really nice you know, start from there. 
here's a note I have. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Not everyone hustles the same on this team. Because in that stint, when you're going to Reggie Jackson to lead the, the second unit, and they start the half or the quarter up, they coughed it all up in large part. That second unit doesn't look prettier with Reggie running it, honestly, in the half court. It doesn't. You just need guys to make plays, and then he's one of the guys that makes plays. Like, offensively, he just makes shots and stuff, but it's not necessarily a great rhythm. Well, in that stint, there was four or five 50-50 balls, and I don't think the Nuggets got a single one of them, including one where Christian Brown flies across the court, saves the ball, inbounds, only for nobody else to even make a good attempt at it. It was very frustrating. So Jokic returns with nine minutes. Um... Jokic started to get going finally in the fourth. He might have waited too long to get going because he sure made it look easy when he started trying to score. Uh, double tech on Jokic and Suggs. You guys remember that one? Yep. And here's the end of the game. Franz Wagner hits a jumper uh, on Michael Porter. Then Paolo Bancaro gets a post. Magic go up four. Then KCP hits a three. Michael Porter gets a nice stop on two separate pick and rolls and then an isolation against Cole Anthony, and he does a good job. It was his one good defensive possession in the fourth. They attacked him every single time. Aaron Gordon gets a drive. Nuggets up one. Franz, Franz Wagner then gets an and one on MPJ. We're at the point in time where every point matters, not just like giving up a three versus giving up a two versus giving up an and one matters. He gives up an and one at the rim. Easy layup. Crucial, crucial play. Jokic gets a drive in a bucket, then Paolo Bancaro hits a three. Michael Porter misses a three. Franz Wagner barely misses. He schools MPJ and gets a leaner and barely misses it. Denver was lucky to be in it, but on the ensuing play, Denver picked up a 24-second violation. Reggie Jackson dribbled the air out of the ball for no reason. I have no idea what was going on, and the Nuggets don't even get a shot up. They're down three with 14 seconds left. Jokic goes for two. Again, Reggie was late delivering the ball in the pick and pop. The play was there. They got it to him late. Jokic, for some reason, goes in for the two. I thought that was a bad decision by Jokic. And then the, Ma and the Magic won't miss their free throws. Goga Patazde won't. Franz Wagner won't. Jalen Suggs won't. They made their free throws in the clutch. Um, I mean, he was obviously stat padding. It's who? the only explanation. Jokic. Jokic, oh, stat padding. I don't know what else it could have been. The Nuggets, uh, they lose this one, Dev. What's your big takeaway? I think it's easy um, to say, like, we miss Jamal, but this was a game that you especially miss Jamal, and you get to see how much you miss him um, just because of the late game execution, the um, perfect decisions, the playmaking and uh, shot creating, and then just making the defense have to respect you. Late in this game, it was kind of like you had to go to Jokic, and they set it up for that. But we just know Jamal would have made the right play right there. And Reggie Jackson just could not make it um, just off by just a hair. But those are like the decisions that Jamal is able to are, are, is able to make. So um, just just the late game execution, not having your guy and Denver not winning that game that yeah. I feel like they would have won. Yeah, for me, it's uh, like th this whole stretch, like it's just the, it's the Denver sluggets, man. Like they are just like not engaged they are slow to get into action just the general vibe of the game is like low half court very methodical but it's not even methodical it's just like they're they just don't have any juice right now like yeah. they are gutting through games they won the last game through like pure guts um but it's just you know like this is a product of no jamal but it's also just traveling and this time of year the Nuggets always uncork one of these like just miserable East Coast trips this early time of the year and it's just it sucks to watch like 
them not be themselves, like not fully be engaged, not fully be, you know, there. Like even though, even though, like when they're being successful, it's just they don't have the pop. They don't have the juice, man. And this road trip, by the way, doesn't really end. They play at Houston on Friday, and they come home for San Antonio, go on the road to L.A., come at home for Houston, then go on the road for another four-game road trip. So they are not in the Jeez, same city man. for, like, ten straight games. Ugh. So as much as they do have two home games there, they're just one-nighter. So I, I agree with you that I do think this is part of it. And we saw this last year. Denver did not look like a juggernaut until that road extended road series were over. Yep. And I do kind of feel like... There's going to be a little bit of over-indexing on some bad road oh, losses, sure. even though these rut losses are still bad. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is that the late game end of the fourth quarter execution from Denver was really disappointing tonight. And the Magic are one of the worst clutch teams in the NBA this season. Yeah. They've been really bad in close games. And they honestly looked like the team that had a better idea of what they were doing tonight. I'm talking about the last five minutes of the game. The Nuggets were up, I believe, it was four points with five and change left yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yep. They were in control. Uh, Nikola Jokic was scoring at will, and it didn't really seem like Orlando was really trying to double and get the ball out of his hands. And Denver just went away from that for a couple of possessions here, a couple of possessions there for some reason. And I can't imagine it was coaching. It just seemed like a lack of focus to me. Slug it. Late in the fourth quarter. And for a veteran team that's been there so many times and, you know, the five that were on the floor, the starters, it's a veteran group, man. Like, it's a veteran group that's been in those situations many, many times this season and in years past. And for them to be kind of just thrown off their game and not really knowing what they wanted to do in those situations and not really focusing on doing the right things in those situations... That was really disappointing, I thought. But Harrison, they scored 31 points in the fourth quarter. And I agree with you that they left points on the board because there were a handful of possessions. I, I mean, I said it in the recap, but Yoke, I thought, took too much time to get going because he kind of could have done that a lot more early That's on. That's why they had the 31, because Jokic had that streak of just being automatic. Yeah, But he should have had 36, 30, 38, because there I mean. were a few possessions where, for whatever reason, they didn't go to him. That's and what so I just said, yeah. I'm, I'm, Harrison, I'm agreeing with you, brother. I'm, I'm expounding on your point. Didn't seem hey, like it, but all right. Harrison, I'm expanding on your point because here, because the point I was going to get, the point I'm Do getting I didn't at, think so either. Uh, <laughs> man, this is annoying. The point I'm trying to get at here is they could have scored more points and probably even gotten to 36, 38. They gave up 42 points. They gave up 42 points. That's so brutal. If yep. you're saying that they needed to score 43 points, yeah. then, I, then it's like, all right, we're losing the plot here. They gave up 42 points to the worst fourth quarter offense of the NBA. That's the scary thing. And how did they do it? They did it the same way teams have started doing it since the Houston game, which Just is going ISO, at Michael, Michael Porter. Porter. And ISO is not even the half of it because Michael Porter, I think, does a decent job in it. It was a lot of pick and roll and, and forcing him to guard. And look, I don't want to lay this all on Michael Porter because I thought Yoke had a bad defensive night tonight. Yeah. And even in the fourth quarter when we thought he would pick it up, he gets a few steals. He gets some hands on the ball. But it was the defense tonight in the clutch. And it's really been the defense on this road trip that hasn't been there. So now we're looking at the offense and we're picking, you know, we're saying, oh, well, it could have been this, it could have been that. We're doing what Michael Malone accuses his team of doing, of saying, it's not your offense, which was an A minus, and you're worried that it wasn't an A and it could have been. But your defense was an F. And if you could have just had your defense to see you win this one comfortably. And unfortunately to me, that is the big takeaway. 
Yeah, man, it is. It's troubling. It's uh, and you know a lot of this stuff is it's effort stuff, right? It's just like this is what we talk about, just being in the right place, communicating. Like it's just it, it's I don't know things. There are a lot of things where everybody's right, you know. Just the downfall, like the shortcomings of the NBA, having a long season. This is like when people are like, oh, God, they're so long. It's like nights like tonight and efforts like this road trip. You're like, yeah, they, it is. Like they, the Nuggets are not engaged. They're not yeah. like doing what they need to do. They're not like giving the – they're not playing to the level that we know that they can because we just saw them do it to win a championship. Um, just a tough night, man. I Yeah, but I agree. I agree with – Everything that you're saying. To Dev's earlier point about missing Jamal Murray, I felt like last year the Nuggets had an easier time without Jamal Murray. I agree. Yeah, they had Bruce Brown, who is a type of player that they just don't have this season. Yeah. Um, But right now, without Jamal, you can't really guarantee them a win against anybody on the road. Nope. At home, I still think I still would pick them to probably beat anybody. But on the road, man, they go into every game like you know it's going to be a dogfight. Oh, and I did not feel like that was quite the case last year. I mean, they look they look downright average. Yeah, they, they look average. Like they look like an average, average team. Yeah, but I think the biggest point, or just the biggest difference between this year's team and last year's team, Bruce Brown brought that dog out of yes. them where they felt like they were the underdogs yep. and they were going to prove themselves. They yep. played hard. Um, you know, he he gave them that identity of like feeling like they um, were welcomed every single night with like, okay, we're going to prove that we don't only have Jamal. We don't only have Jokic. Like we, we fight too. And we have a lot of guys that are going to bring it right now. They don't really have that. Like Christian Brown plays hard, but is he, is he alone right now in that? That play is the, so like perfectly encapsulates where Christian Brown it wasn't a 50-50 play there was a 10% flies across dives saves it and everyone else just watches it's like one person match his intensity just lackadaisical and just they just feel like calm like they're like we won a championship we don't have to work hard anymore yeah, exactly and then you look at it and Jokic is the you know the starters and Jokic is the only one that looks good in these type of games you need to get back to that like last year's team was like hey you guys only have Jokic so they're like, no, no, we don't. Everybody wanted to prove it. They don't have the, the prove it right now. And it's maybe because they did win the championship that they're just comfortable. I, here's, I want to, because I actually think you're hitting it. And I didn't think of it until you said it. So this, this is, I think, a great point. One of my fears when the Nuggets lost Bruce Brown was that Bruce Brown was a brawler. And he had an attitude to him that raised Denver's, like, attitude level. They had enough. Murray, uh, Bruce. Christian, you had guys that were just brawlers and you knew every night you were going to get competitiveness from them. You lose Bruce and now you lose Jamal and I think that the Nuggets have uh, uh, they're below the threshold of dog in them right yeah. now. You know what I mean? And I they might be one of my dog concerns deficiency. one of my concerns about the Nuggets this year was did they have enough in that to win a title and we're seeing right now in this stretch that it's like how do you save that second unit? Half of it is just they're supposed to be swarming. They're supposed to be the team that outworks you, and they're not doing that, and they're certainly not going to outskill you. Guess we're trading for Caruso. Mark it down. <laughs> hey, he's got a lot of dog in him, man. He's, he's, I think he might actually just be a dog. He might actually <laughs> just be dog. Um, I, I honestly think there's something to that, and, and to be honest, Yoke's not fully blameless in this. I mean, Yoke, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, 3 blocks, 2 steals. 
That's a pretty good night, man. It is not bad. Night. Twelve of eighteen, but even he tonight. And again, I don't know if he's the guy. It's so tough, but somebody needs to set a tone of like, "Yo, we're going hard now." And if you're not That's going hard, thing. like, you know, get the f off of our team. I, I will put in. Uh, let's put in Braxton Key to go in but, and just go hard right now. Yeah, that's the thing is that, that when Jokic got going, he's not like, we're going hard. He's like, I'm going to go hard. And I'm like, good. And that didn't translate to the defensive side. He wasn't like right. getting, not everyone was engaged. He was just like, all right, give me the rock. Like, I'm going to twist her. I'm going to do what it is that I do in these moments all the time. But they, you're right, there's not that leadership thing. It's like this, this is the constant struggle of the Denver Nuggets, you know. Granted, they won a title last year. Right. Sometimes it doesn't well, matter. But Nikola like, Jokic's defense was awful, awful tonight, especially in the first half. And that's the tone he set tonight. Yes. He set the tone for the Nuggets with awful defense. Now, you know, we were talking in the watch along. It seemed like he was definitely conserving himself. It seemed like he was just trying to get to the fourth quarter without being in foul trouble. And that's what he did. Um, he was able to not be in foul trouble and have a lot of energy. And you felt that in the fourth quarter when he took over for a stretch but it did seem like the rest of the team took on his not really caring Nonchalance. about defense attitude yes. in the first half absolutely dude no one no one when Jokic is bad like when he is at his worst on defense historically he just won't even put his goddamn hands like put your hands up like it's so you just so often where he just is like well doesn't want to get the foul but like won't even show even if it's fake, just like effort of some kind, looking like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm making an effort to stop the ball here. Yeah. We got full on hands down uh, defense from Jokic tonight. You hate to see it. You want, you don't want to ask too much of this guy all the time. It's like, you feel like you feel bad criticizing Jokic, but I mean, he was very bad on defense tonight. He really was, and it was the Nuggets still almost won the game. A lot of things come down to it. He is the sole reason that they're almost able to pull it out in the end, but he sets the tone. He really yeah. sets the tone. And the Nuggets really, truly, I mean, I, it was my big takeaway. They were the sluggets, man. I am curious, though, how much we can need Jokic to be that guy. I mean, wait, first of all, let's just rewind. Chicago Bulls game, he says, F it, I will single-handedly win this one for you. New Orleans game at home, single-handedly yeah. I will do this. And it is like, he does have that in him, but I don't. I am worried about Yoke going too hard early. And on nights like tonight, he gives you enough. Like, Yoke gave you enough tonight. 30, 13, 12, 3, and 2 is enough. You just need guys, the other guys, to but, step up and be like, all right, I will step up and be the dog right now. But that comes from, in my opinion, like that comes from him setting the leadership side. Yeah. This is how everyone always screams at me to delegate. Like, Delegate, yo. Okay. Get other guys going. Like, he needs to sit Mike down and be like, bro, I don't need the shooter MPJ. I need the dog. Yeah. I need. We need to get rebounds and stops here, and I just need you or to be the dog else, right like, now. He's putting out there, so yeah. everyone's like, oh, man, we got we to match. match that guy yes. that's fiery, that's screaming at guys, that's calling guys out. Um, that's just going to dumb. Like, if Jokic puts up a 45, 50 points, and he's like, yeah, y'all need to step up too, you have no choice. Right. You really have to. You know, step up in that regard because it's like, hey, you see this guy giving his all. Because right now, like, while this is an amazing game from him, we're used to this. This is a this is a regular game for him, especially yeah. against Goga. Well, just it's, like, it's about his average. This on is the his season. average, so this is like, <laughs> it should not be normal. This is not normal for anyone he's, else. He's on the but season. This, is a, this is a normal Jokic game. But if he has that, like, hey, y'all better step up, especially with Jamal out. I need other people. 
people will. Like, I really, I want that to be loud. I really wish he was just louder about it. Because maybe he is doing those type of things. Yeah. But you just want him to be fiery, fiery out loud. Bro's averaging 30 points on the season, 14 rebounds, like nine assists. So this was actually a very average game. <laughs> very average game. <laughs> this is the definition of an average game. Uh, all right, we got to take our first break. On the other side, I just called it. I made a bet three six five never ordinary top five got that dog in them nuggets. Okay, we'll see. We'll debate that because I'm telling you, I think there's a deficiency of dogs. There is a bit of a dog to fish. Guys, if you're going to Vegas, check out some Circa. Sure. There's some puppies. Yeah. Guys, if you're going to Vegas, check out Circa Resort and Casino. It's Vegas's first adults-only casino resort, the world's largest sports sports book. Three styles, stadium style, seating, um, huge screens, awesome food around there as well. Can I get some easy, water easy, or something, easy, Kale? Easy for you to say. <laughs> I'm t- sorry, I've been t- talking t- for the last three hours. Uh, awesome food options, tons of VIP seating as well. They got a great casino there, 7,000 square foot casino with two levels, stadium swim, awesome rooms, like some of the nicest hotels room, hotel rooms I've They've stayed in. They've been doing giveaways. Keep your eyes well. locked, by the way. We had a party over the weekend where Circa gave away a trip to Las Vegas. Hotel, a lot of trips. Game game to the Broncos game and a hotel and flight. Incredible deals. If you're heading out to Vegas or Broncos Raiders, uh, Pac-12 tournament, any of those things, book your stay with code DNVR20 for 20% off. DNVR 20, 20% off your stay at Circa. That's an awesome, awesome deal. Yeah, it's massive. Also, make sure to check out Shady Rays. Even though we're going to winter, you still need Shady Rays. That sun still bright, man. Oh, you need it more than ever, shining off the, off the snow? You need it. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company. Uh, that offers a world-class product that's just as good, thank you, as any of those expensive pairs that you've probably worn. Uh, so go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR. 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized shades. Use the code DNVR. 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized shades at ShadyRays.com. Alrighty, we are back. Kale, are you ready with the graphic? Uh, I'm making it as we speak, but we can make it as you go. Alright, let's make we'll it as live. we go here. We'll do it live. Bet365 is never ordinary. Sure. They were not ordinary today when we won boatloads of money, boatloads of units. <laughs> so many units. Um, so now we're going to make our top five, and I mean this sincerely, man. Our top five got that dog in them. <laughs> Listen, I am dead serious. I am dead serious about this. That's why I said it. This is not a bit. This is not a joke. This is top five nuggets who have that dog in them. Dog in them. Now... Honestly, this was a tougher list to make. I actually think part of the problem well, is... Well, they don't have enough dogs. That's what I'm saying. It's like... I, it, the I rest wish, of dogs. I wish this was easier. That you'd be like, oh, okay, it's clearly these are the dogs on the team. All right, but I'm going to start with number five. I went with AG. I think okay. AG, you know, quite often has that dog in him. Quite often, man. He brings it. Hard nose. Goes hard in the paint. <laughs> Do we have this one, Kill? Uh, He's still I'm making... trying to figure out how to, whether I should... Yes, just keep talking. All right. <laughs> Number four, I got KCP. I okay. think he's got a little bit of dog in him, you yep. know? A little bit. I don't think he should be your number four. I think he's more of a technically sound defender than he is a dog in him defender, but he's he's a little bit of both. Sometimes he wears his hair like Snoop Dogg on his uh, <laughs> uh, initial album. There you go. Doggy style. All righty. <laughs> so far, are we so good? Number three, 
I've got Nikola Jokic. Oh, Jokic's okay. got a lot of dog in him. It oh, does. So don't try him. <laughs> don't, don't don't two, two little wiener dogs, as we learned. <laughs> You're right. Out at the the at Dreamcatcher Dream stable. Stables, They're right. Yeah. It's the wiener dogs everywhere. Uh, Yoke definitely has some dog in him. Number two, Christian Brown. Yeah. Christian Brown, there's no question, has that dog in him, man. He hustles. He does. Oh, yeah. Number, I, I, number one, who's the number one dog in him? You don't know? I can't wait to find out. Jamal Murray. Oh! Jamal Murray, to me, has a lot of dog in him, and this is the thing they miss. When we say he's a playoff riser, like he loves the big moments, he loves this or that, like Murray is a guy that is not afraid to elevate the stakes, and when the game's on the line, he's going to make whatever, like 50-50, nah, he's winning those. So yeah. I really do think that Dev nailed it, man, that losing Jamal, I don't think they are down talent. I think they have enough talent to get it done. They need some dogs. That's what they miss more than anything. See, the thing about this list is if we were making a top six, got that dog in them. Oh, it's tough. I don't even know who would be the six. I, I, I thought about it. You know who I think it is? Michael Malone. <laughs> well, Michael Malone would probably be number, number one. one. Uh, Hunter Tyson. <laughs> See, that's Hunter what I'm saying. Hunter, that's Hunter what I'm saying. A Hunter dog? Yeah. There's nobody else even in. Yeah, who, who's he, got he, like an honorable mention? Who's forgot that five dog. dog in him? Number, bottom five. There, well, there are guys the that should be in contention. Peyton Watson needs to make this list, man. Zeke Naji needs to make this list. Tenacious Zeke needs to Tenacious make this Zeke list. Zeke does not have a drop of dog in him. He yeah. should. <laughs> I know, man. But like, <laughs> you are right, though. You know what? It, it's what Zeke needs, man. It really is what Peyton Watson needs. Like, yes. that has to be the he's only got the thing attitude. that he he's has. Got the like, attitude. When you got drafted, it was to have that dog in you. That was literally all. Like, you, you, it's all off of potential. You're supposed to be this <laughs> all-world defender who plays hard the entire time and just like, you got to be tough. You really too have pretty. to be tough. And even if you look at that list, once you take Jamal off. It starts to like change the list. It goes to Jokic, and then there's a big drop off because then right. everyone is stepping out of position. You're playing musical chairs with dogs, and it, <laughs> it just makes it tough, like to, to get there. Um, but I just I know that missing Jamal just puts them in a tough spot to like figure it out after Jokic, and that's why they're having so many issues right now. Before the advent of the phrase. Got that dog in it. How would we have labeled this? Tough know. guys? Tough guys, yes. Well, that man is a scrapper. <laughs> the, scra the, scra the scrappy list? No, they used to say, so they used to say out there. But they used to say junkyard dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Junkyard dogs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in all sincerity, man, and I don't know who it is to get through, because I will say this. Dogs, you know, I don't... Nobody comes into the league going, like, I just want to be a dog. Or very few do. Like, Dylan Brooks wants to be that. Oh, you yeah. know, there's a handful of players that yeah. want to be that. But a lot of people want to be pretty. And this has been my thing with Peyton. You know, if I do have a concern, I'm like, what are you trying to be? Because to me, you are, you know, Andre Iguodala oh, is what you need to be. You need to be one of these guys. You need to make yourself as smart as possible. And you need to win all of the 50-50 plays. That play where Christian saved the ball and Peyton Watson couldn't get to it tonight. To me, like, Michael Malone needs to show him that one. Don't wait till tomorrow. Show him that one tonight at the hotel. Be like, hey, man, what, what was this? What do you think your role is on the team here? Is it not to grab these types of plays? Are you leaking out to get a fast break dunk? Because yeah. that's not why we have you on the team. You know who I would love to develop more dog if possible? MPJ, man. Like, well, forget is it possible? about it, Dion. Forget I, about it. It seems possible. Like, it seems possible. Sometimes he plays a little rugged. Sometimes he plays strong. Sometimes he plays in a way that hints at the very potential for dog to exist. Really? Every now and again. 
I'm not saying that it's something that you, I'm saying it's not there, but it doesn't seem like it's impossible to arrive. And it would just change everything about it. Let's say if zero units of dog is, we'll say Zeke Naji, yeah, and, and, ten, and ten units of dog is <laughs> Bruce Brown, yeah, um, and you had five units of dog uh-huh. to distribute to oh, the how team, would I, how would you distribute? How would them? I drip the dog? Uh, I mean, I think I would give. Oh man, this is tough. <laughs> Well, I mean, like I would give it to the, the most high-profile players. Per, the first, most high pro- so you want your you want your dogs to be your top dogs. You give five units of dog to MPJ. Like, I, we're, would, we're doing good. Yeah, yeah, I would give him five dogs. Five you give him five units. units of dog. All right, you have no him. dog left. <laughs> That's fine, dude. What more? Do, where, where else do I need to distribute dog? Really, you, truly, you're kind of right. That would probably only raise him to about seven units of dog. <laughs> I hate to say. To it. go back to what you were saying about Peyton Watson and how Mike Malone needs to show him that play and ask him like what's your role he definitely does don't you think he's already done that though probably i feel like it's got to come from somebody else and it's got to come from nicole Jokic. and like when when i talk to p1 at training camp he says that you know Jokic did have a conversation with him about what his role needs to be yeah, they had that at training camp. Do whatever. Maybe Jokic oh, needs to have want. another conversation with him about that he's like, now. He's like, you, I gave you the framework. Let me make it more clear about the things others don't want to do. <laughs> right. you want yeah. to do. If you were confused, he's I've like, got no. a list here. I put together. I put he's together like, a bet three six five top five. Nobody he's like, wants you, to appear, <laughs> you apparently think no one wants to shoot threes. <laughs> yeah. Coast to coast, I'll take it. <laughs> Nobody wants to. But but I'm gonna guess Michael Malone's reinforced this already. He should reinforce it again, and I'm sure he will. But it's got to come from you know the leader of the team as well. Yeah. And I think there's a a. a a fear amongst young players that you're going to get pigeonholed into something. Because some of this is just like, are they asking me to do less than what I'm capable of? But the thing is, is that a championship team, everybody realizes that there is no less than. And there's no better person to describe this than Bruce Brown, the guy you're trying to replace. Be like, Bruce Brown got paid roughly $5 million for his ability to handle, another five for his ability to shoot, and $10 million for his dog. Honestly, yeah, like if the, the Pacers could break oh, up where dude, he's, was. Like a, he's like a purebred Frenchie. Yeah, that's right. he totally is a purebred <laughs> Frenchie. And that's what they paid for. They're like, his shooting is pretty good. His defense is pretty good. His ability to handle, that's nice versatility. But you know what? He's going to bring some toughness to our team, and we desperately need it. And people could tell Peyton the same thing. He's got a bunch of skills. Everyone can see that. But nobody wants a project. You know, They're not going to want a project that's just trying to be the next Paul George or whatever. Go down there and be the gritty dude. Um, moving on. You know, do we make any any other notes here about Michael Porter getting targeted? I mean, here's the thing about Michael Porter. He really is inverse of everything, man. It's just like he can't do everything at once. The last handful of games, he really is starting to come out of a shooting slump. He's starting yep. to score. He's starting he to is. shoot with confidence. Yep. But tonight, man, what they needed was defensive stops in the clutch, and he was just nowhere to be found. Doesn't it feel like he's getting targeted more Yes, over the last few games I than he did list. earlier this People season? People got mad at me when I did a list about this, by the way. People got mad at me. For and what, the, what list? I did a list like, I don't know, seven games the ago, list. whatever it was. I did the list, and it's up oh. on the site. And all I said was, Jeff Green, the story after that game in Houston was Jeff Green said everyone thinks right. you put Jokic in the pick and roll. It's not true. You put MPJ. And so my thing was I broke down every single play, showed how they did it, and showed how Michael Porter struggled specifically in pick and rolls. Since then, yes, everybody's doing it. So like, it's your and Jeff, yours no, and Jeff Green's fault. There's only like 3,000 views <laughs> on that video. It's not... 
I don't think that's that's you not know, me. It's man, Jim Green. It's, they, no one thought you could break the four minute mile until somebody did it. Until somebody yeah. did. You pointed out no. what happened, and Jim now look Green at this. Pointed out he's the bad guy. You are right, though. Ever since that game. It feels like we've talked about Michael Porter Jr.'s defense and Michael Porter getting targeted in these post-game lounges. We were not talking about that earlier this season. It was a non-issue. It's something that wasn't happening. Yeah. And he was playing pretty good defense all around. It's been an issue this road trip. Yeah. Everybody gets mad about the MPJ thing. It doesn't matter if he gets benched for bad defense. It yeah. doesn't matter if he gets attacked for bad defense. Like... We're just saying what we see. He really has been getting attacked. How lately. many burners do, does vote have? <laughs> that would be hilarious. So everybody does vote attack. They just go time. and like yeah. cape for him. They defend him on things that has just been happening. A guy that was on his team that respected the way that he plays showed exactly like this is what other teams are doing, and we've been seeing that other teams have been doing it. Yeah. Um, he has to step up on that regard, and also it just kind of sucks that he can't put it all together all at the same time like either the shot is going or the I mean, defense is going like he why. like focuses on one piece and that's what's spotlighted because it's not to say that he hasn't progressed on the defensive end he clearly has at those moments that that's all he's focused on but he can't do everything at the same time and we got to see in this game it was scoring yeah and they attacked him a whole bunch they're putting yeah. him in so many actions and he's just not stepping up this is it. why i mean this is why he's the third if not the fourth best player on the team it's like when you see him put into a place where it's like you have to be like, okay, we re are reliant on him. It's like, man, like you just want Michael Porter Jr. to be the guy that Brendan Vogt sees, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who else's defense was horrible tonight, though? That was Jokic. not discussed? In this? Well, Jokic's was. Reggie. It really was. Reggie Jackson. And I saw a bunch of people on the timeline tonight and even in the chat, you know, uh, I actually, Pickett had a really bad game tonight in that he airballed two shots in the same possession, and he just, there was there was some uncomfortableness to the offense while he was out there. Reggie, I thought, was actually just as bad or worse in the key moments, and in particular, the fourth quarter and the start of the fourth quarter. He was bad. Remember, that's where the game was really lost. Denver goes from up two to down like six or something in a stretch there where there was no Pickett. That was the Reggie in the bench lineup, and a lot of that was point-of-attack defense with him on it. I think he was a little tired because he played a lot of minutes tonight, and that was my fear. At halftime, we were talking about how would you play this or that, and I was like, I think you got to give Reggie a rest because you need him at the end. But his defense tonight was actually really bad. Yeah, it was horrible. And also, that's when Jokic is at his worst defensively. Yeah. Is when when He's guys are just attacking, up, right? like the point of attack, when guys are just letting guards go and do whatever, yeah, it puts like, him uh, in a, a compromised position where he has to go against guards. Or, you know, the Cavs did it a bunch. Those quick guards get to their spot and they throw a oop or they drop it off to his man or he's not the one that has to, you know, go and get it. And you can see him get very, very frustrated. I think that's when Jokic is at his most frustrated is when there's no point attack defense, and then he has to step up, and it puts him in those type of yeah. spots. So Reggie did make it tough because he did not slow anybody down. They get into the teeth of the defense, and then it puts everything on the centers. You know, Zeke is also like a, a person that gets punished in those ways as well. Like you cannot put your center in compromised spots, and they right. do it often. Yeah, yeah. Any notes on Reggie? He, his decision making, I didn't think was good tonight. He shot five of fifteen. He missed a couple easy ones at the rim. Shots that he's actually made oh, a lot of this season. But Whose agenda took the biggest beating tonight? 
the Reggie Jackson agenda, the Jalen Pickett agenda. Reggie Jackson's like stamps. the Michael Malone agenda. <laughs> Reggie Jackson stamps. Like he had a bad night, but he he did have nine assists. He only turned it over once. And he once. did enough good things. Those numbers Michael were fine. And then there were a couple things late game. The agenda for sure at the rough <laughs> yeah. night. Back to just like my big takeaway of the late game execution. I didn't feel like he executed great down the stretch either. No. That that late pass to Yoga at the end was it was just there's no reason for it to be late. You're running a play. Um, so he had a rough one tonight, and I will say this, man. Here's the thing. I do think that Michael Malone, I, I hope he continues to play picket. I hope he plays him, though, with that bench lineup. I know it sounds crazy tonight, um, but it, everybody's afraid that bench, like, oh, what's going to happen? It got murdered tonight with Reggie running it. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there is some... The point guard is almost always going to be the guy who looks the worst in that second unit because it's not a great unit. That second unit needs to hustle. They need to swarm. And then the point guard needs to just get him structured enough to not turn it over. And one thing I'll say about Pickett, his negative plays this year have largely led to dead balls, not to live ball turnovers or to fast breaks out of combat. I mean, this sincerely, I think it. Are you I, talking about his two air balls tonight? Well, that you're like, bounce. way to go, dead ball. <laughs> I mean, no, you're but, right. But, you're but right. that's what I mean is that it's not like. There's, there's levels of bad and, like, driving to the – Moutier was the worst at this. Drive to the rim, miss a layup horribly, and yeah. fall to the ground. It's be, like, be five feet under the basket yeah. out of the play. And it's like, not only did you take a horrible offensive possession, but now it's five on four for ten seconds the other way. Pickett's, Pickett's mistakes largely are of him being too conservative on offense, which leads to, like, at least being back on defense or missing these shots, which, again, leads to Pickett, that. Oh, man. How, oh, how we missed the Jamal stagger. Oh, the yeah. stagger. Pickett. I did, I did not see it with Pickett tonight. I mean, he had a bad game. Yeah, <laughs> he had a, a rough game. night. Not he was in the positives, but, I mean, he did agenda. play a lot of minutes with Yoke. But so did Reggie. Yeah. So did Reggie. Yeah. Played more minutes with Yoke. I'm just <laughs> yeah. my, my point here is that especially when you it's play like with Yoke, the guards suck. <laughs> the, the, the second unit is in a, is in a tight spot. Um, I do hope Michael Malone continues to play him, though. Um, the Nuggets needs. I just don't think the, the answer is to play Reggie more minutes. Like he's at the limit of what I think he should be playing. Thirty-four minutes. Yeah, that's a lot of minutes for Reggie. Yeah, I, I just don't think there's an answer right now. There just isn't. Like there's the, like they are trying to cobble together and mix around and like you know. So I think I think there's a potential answer. All right, let's get it on the okay. other side. Okay. Let's take a break. I can't wait to find out what the potential answer is for this one. Uh, Murray comes back. Trade for Caruso. Trade for Caruso. That's uh, a couple months from now. Uh, game time. If you need tickets to concerts, shows, sporting events, check out the Game Time app. Uh, use code DNVR. You get twenty dollars off your first purchase when you create an account. Uh, tickets to Nuggets games, Avs games, shows, concerts, whatever you need in Denver or really wherever you are wherever you're listening to this game time has the best prices they've got these great last minute price drops as well so if you're a procrastinator you decide you're going to the game late log on to game time download the app on your phone get tickets that way use code dnvr for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply create an account redeem code dnvr for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed also make sure to check out illegal pete's um we love illegal pete's man oh boy do we, we love illegal pete's this episode of the dmvr nuggets podcast sponsored by illegal pete's become the mvp 
of your watch party by catering with illegal pizza. If you roll up to your buddy's house or you got people coming over and you have illegal pizza catered. Oh my God, dude. You're the goat. Like you are the goat. Uh, so they got tons of locations throughout Denver. All of them have a bar. They got an awesome happy hour as well. Um, we, there's one right down the street for us, from us, uh, from the bar here on Colfax. We go there all the time. Burritos, bowls, nachos, cases. They got everything at Illegal Pete's. Uh, so check them out today. Dev, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, boy. Yeah, Which one of us do you like the best? <laughs> the top six, top seven <laughs> if you count Jamal, but let's not take him out now. Of guys you trust clearly right now are the starters in Christian Brown. Power rank for me now, after that, <laughs> the next guys and who you sort of like trust to be, do their job night after night. Do their job? I'm just curious who the next guy is. You take out Reggie Jackson? Yep. Julian Strother. I agree. This was, I didn't want to lead you in any way because yeah. I wanted to see. I think I agree. Why? He knows what is expected of him, and he goes out and does just that. Yep. Like, that's really all that he's going to do. We knew coming into the year was going to be threes and floaters. Yep. That's what he does, and he doesn't get attacked every single time on defense. He's just out there, and also he just brings a joke every single time. If other guys did exactly that and didn't try to do everything else or just knew their role and stuck with that role, I think it would make it easier. But I think that everyone is, like, in the – expanding their game role or just trying to prove themselves on a shaky second unit that it's hard to trust them because it's inconsistent and the inconsistencies is why you can't trust them right now this is why julian strother's already in my circle of trust man which is crazy i'm i'm very careful about who i put in there i don't even know if christian brown's in there officially <laughs> christian brown was in there officially well, like reggie, midway through last season didn't you say on last show reggie was not though he's not but Strother is. Circle of trust is different from playoff rotation. Oh, okay. okay. But if we're talking circle of trust, Strother's in mine, man. Reggie's is interesting, not. Interesting. Like, I, I trust Strother, dude. I, I trust him an incredible amount for a rookie. For there's a quali That qualifier was very important at the end. Is he in your circle of trust? No, he's not. I don't like. I, circle of trust is like when they get the ball, I'm like, okay, it's going to. Like, I feel good. Strother, I don't. I'm not. I don't feel badly when he gets the ball. I, I do feel like there's potential, but I'm not like, okay, here, like when Jokic gets the ball, I'm like, it's going to go in. That's going in. Well, that's like, the ultimate trust. Murray, same thing. I'm like, there's a he's really good at chance. the circle of the circle I would trust. Say, I would say he's at the, yeah, he's at the, the he, he is circling the circle. Yeah, the, they're circling <laughs> trust around well, him. Here's just to Strother is not in my circle of trust. He's just the, he's the next, next guy on yeah. that list. I, this is becoming a semantic argument, but here's what I'll say about him. I trust his decision making. Yeah. I don't trust his ability to do everything yet. Like, he's not going to mess up on defense, but he might get scored on a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's not going to mess up. Yeah. And the same for offense. He might not score, but he's going to be in the right spot. And he, you know, he might not be able to beat the guy off the dribble, but he'll know when he's supposed to and when he's not supposed to. So that's, he's in my decision making circle of trust, even if he's not necessarily proven to be in my. <laughs> Aptitude. A lot of circle circle of trust. trust. Of we got to diagram this. <laughs> the Venn diagram in the middle <laughs> is just so the actual circle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Uh, <laughs> Zeke Naji definitely not in my circle of trust. Um, he better not come near mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's like three rings outside. I, I, of I will say this, man. The same way that he's I like think on the far the edge point, of there's Saturn's something to rings. no matter which point guard runs the second unit, they all look terrible at the moment. All three of them, even Jamal. You know, I guess when Jamal was there, they swarmed defensively. Maybe they just have lost that. I kind of feel the same for Zeke. Tonight, Reggie threw him a lob. <laughs> I'm oh telling you, God. this is by design. The Nuggets are rolling him to the rim like he's going to get to be a lob right. every time, and they're rolling him to the rim like he's DeAndre Jordan on the, the lob city Clippers. I think was that out of a timeout tonight? By the way, that they did. I, don't I, I think I just remember it being a very deliberate choice well, that they ran a lob. It was doomed from the start. Though. Reggie Jackson put his hands up like he was shot so that he didn't <laughs> he catch did. it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you made that decision. He was like, come on, Zeke. Zeke. He is who he is. You made that decision. Why would you make that play? And also, if it came out of a timeout, somebody thought that was a good idea. I'm like, bro, what are we on? What are we doing? Uh, Michael on Magenta taking a beating. By the way, after the free throw tonight that we got the angle from the top of the backboard oh. on his free throw, I no longer want to experiment with him popping. No. That thing looks so gross. Well, maybe, maybe the Nuggets are on to something. I think they're on telling. You. This is why when everyone's like, "Why did they change Zeke's shot or whatever?" This is why nobody bought, like nobody bought his shooting. They're like, "When you shoot, put as much side rotation <laughs> on as possible." Very, very strange. We're at a, we're at a tight spot. Um, yeah, we're at a tight spot. Uh, who? Let's do this one now to be a little bit more sunshine and rainbows. Who do we predict is going to be the guy that improves here over there? Is there or is this? Do we just ride this out till Murray comes back? It's what's going what to happen. We're going to get gritty wins. We're going to get ugly wins. We're going to get spirited efforts. We're going to get disappointing results. And then Murray comes back. And I, there's a word for this that can summarize it all. I'm not going to use it. You've heard it before. Seasonal it's, aspect depression. It is purgatory. Oh, purgatory. No, get, get out of here. Get off the show. You can't come in here with the P word. Actually, like actually then let's go here. Let's go here. Here's something that people are starting to talk about in the Nugget sphere. You know, the internet where everyone's talking all at once. People are starting to say... Murray's just not a reliable guy. Because he's injured. A lot. I mean, come Fair on. or unfair? Unfair. Reli- when you start to talk reliability, like, that's your, like, conscious actions. Like, being unreliable, that's the wrong word. Like, yeah, I think that's the wrong word, true. It's a, I, I understand the sentiment and what they mean. It's like, Well, then whatever, what is it I'm trying to say then? Well, that is what I'm sure how people are framing it, but okay. it, that yeah. makes it seem like he is not up to the task. Gotcha. When this is like, you know, he's not. His body is unreliable. That's the the, the thing that you can. Uh, it's his goddamn legs. Yeah. It's always legs with Jamal Murray, um, which is is crazy because he's like the built from iron guy, like the push-ups in the snow guy. But like, it, it is truly like every year there's some reason, you know, and I don't know. Unreliable, I guess. Unreliable is, I, I it think does, it just sounds yeah. like the wrong, the wrong yeah, It's like, you know who's reliable? Oh, like, Jeremy Grant's reliable. Like, yeah. he's going to give you 20 every regular yeah, you season. Count on him. He'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't even know that that was being talked about, but I can see. I neither. I can see where the argument comes. Like, if you think about the, the Nuggets could, you know, possibly have two rings right now. The reason they didn't get the ring is because he was not there. Um, then he sits out for more than a year, um, comes back, wins it, gets hurt again, and then now you just don't know what it looks like. So I guess you could just put that in your head. Um, but it's all because you just wanted, you want him to be out there. You want him to play. You can't yeah. call him unreliable because he played a bunch of games last year, and that was coming off of a 
an yeah. injury that set him down for so long, and they won the championship. He was very but reliable in the. In I the think he's like Michael Porter Jr. You could argue either way. Like, did he have a good game tonight? Did he have a bad game tonight? Like, you don't. You can argue either way. It depends on which side you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, uh, yeah. That I just wouldn't. He's uh, his health is a question mark. Is, is the way I would say that. I wouldn't say that he's unreliable. It's crazy that since Murray came into the league. He's played almost. Ex- Jokic has played almost exactly half of his minutes with Murray, which means he's played half of his minutes without him. That's a long yeah. time for a guy when you're starting yeah. and closing every game. I mean, it's kind one of, kind of full wild. season, one full. I mean, it's eight thousand minutes basically that he has played without Murray. And the thing about he's played with a lot of really bad guards. And they said till the end of the month for Murray, and like I, they cannot rush him back. They can't. You for the like, hamstring is yeah, it has to be, it has to be minimum that time. Like it can't be like oh he's feeling a little better. Let's get him back in there. Yeah. Like you gotta that hey. soft tissue stuff. Man. All right, here's the last part. Silver silver lining. Last part. We'll take our final break. Then, I, then can I, we get to my uh, solution? <laughs> oh, do you, oh, did you have it? No, go for it. I want to hear it. I want to okay. hear it. So, I've I've been thinking that the Nuggets should try to go to more lineups with no point guard. Yeah, when Jokic is on the floor, I agree. They found this lineup against the Cavs, um, and it was without Reggie Jackson, and it was Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown, Julian Strother. And um, who was the fifth? Nicole Jokic, was Aaron Gordon, Christian Brown, Julian Strother, or maybe it was Reggie Jackson. <laughs> no, it was had to be KCP. Yeah, or no, KCP. No. Oh no, KCP, KCP, yeah. KCP. Jokic, Gordon, KCP, Christian Brown, Julian Strother, and they went on this great run against Cleveland. And like that was an awesome, awesome lineup. Both ends of the floor, the ball was popping. Jokic was running point. You can even bring, have Aaron Gordon bring up the ball. And then I think in that same game, Reggie Jackson played a lot with the bench. You know, he was the point guard with Jokic off the court. I like that. Now I want to see more of J- Jalen Pickett. I definitely do, but I also want to see more looks when. Maybe Jokic is just the closest thing the Nuggets have to a point guard. I don't think it's a necessity. I don't think it's an absolute necessity that the Nuggets have to have a traditional point guard on the floor at all times. But then what about the other minutes when Jokic is not on the floor? It's like, well, those are kind of what we have to solve. Right, right? But, but here's what you could do. You start the game with your starters. Your first sub is Julian Strother for Reggie Jackson, like it was in the second half. Reggie plays, you know, the first half with the bench. And then, you know, you figure it out from there. I honestly think that those yoke minutes, like, I mean, I know it's weird. Colin and I'm a picket guy. Pickett's minutes are going to look better if he's with Jokic. I don't want him. I'd rather him play with the bench unit so you can maximize those yoke ones because those are your knockout punch. And currently, nobody is lifting the bench. So it's almost like you might as well just, I don't want to say waste it, but you might as well let them try to figure it out than keep trying to tinker with it when nothing is working. And make sure your Jokic minutes are always yeah. a major, major punch. So I kind of like it. I'm, I'm li- also trying to just get more minutes for Julian Strother because I just freaking <laughs> love that guy. I think he's earning them. Yeah. I honestly do. I think he's, I think he's earning those minutes. So I kind of like it. By the way, those Jokic-Brown lineups, just any combination you put there, especially the no-point guard ones, the, those lineups are really, yeah. are really doing well. So I, I wonder if it's conceptually doesn't feel right, but the numbers are telling you it's good, and it's like you got to trust them, man. I think it's probably conceptual. I, I know Michael Malone likes to have a traditional point guard on the floor at all times. 
I'm sure that's what it is. Almost every combination you could throw out that has Jokic and Christian in it is a plus 20 net rating. Yeah. Almost every single one of them. Um, they need to play more minutes together. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll do some super chats. We'll go around the association. and But first, we'll give a little silver lining because I do think there is some here. Cheer you guys up before you go off with your families for Thanksgiving. Oh, why wow, you just depressed me and lifted me in one sentence. When you get hurt, Bax and Shanker is here to help. Bax and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been doing so for more than 25 years. And you don't pay Bax and Shanker any money until they win your case. No upfront fees. No fees while they work on your case. You just pay them some money when you get money, when they win your case. So check out Bax and Shanker. Uh, all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. They've got neighborhood offices as well in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. Give them a call today, 222-2222, to find out if you have a case for free. Backs and Shanker wins. Also, shout out to our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. <laughs> Red Hawk Roofing is Denver's best roofers. They have decades of experience, quality materials, Quick response time. If you hit them up, boom, they'll get back to you right away. They are Colorado's best estimators and contractors, and they give free in-depth photo reports for all inspections. Also free, no obligation roof and property inspections. So these guys give you uh, the full experience, full roofing experience. So if you're looking for a new roof of your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com. Winter is coming. You don't want to be that guy who on, like, the first big snowstorm, you look up and you're like, shit, that's not good. <laughs> By the way, you know I when wish that's I'd coming? taken care of that earlier. <laughs> you know when that's coming? Tonight. Snow's tonight. What? Oh, no. I don't need that in my life. Snow into you the weekend, sounded excited. Yeah. I'm not yeah. excited about it. This was one, or maybe it's tomorrow, actually. I could be wrong on this. I think it's tomorrow. Actually, it's, it's tomorrow. It's a white it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> it was, like, 75 today, and it's twenty a high of 25 on Friday or something. I always get a headache when that happens. Barometric pressure is a, is a killer. Do I have a bad, like, pressure regulator or something? Like, my inner ear? Maybe. Uh, without knowing anything else, yes. Yeah, okay. Are we good? We're good. Silver linings here, guys. There's a reason I love the 82-game season. This is where we we just spent the whole night zoomed in. So zoomed in, we're looking at the yep. microscopic level. Let's zoom out for a second. Like a red hawk. Let's, yeah. yeah. They have really, their actually ability to zoom in and zoom out is part of what makes them so effective. Um, this stuff is, could be good for the Nuggets, man. It like, is. I know it doesn't feel like progress because we're kind of in a loop right now of the same thing happening, but that's how it works. Oftentimes, yep. it's especially when we're talking about young players, there's just a lot of games that don't feel like progress, and then it clicks, and then there's progress. And I just think that the Nuggets, there is a lot of good that's coming out of this, even if we don't see the fruits of that labor just yet. This is this is true of every worthwhile endeavor in life is that it sucks until it feels good. Running a marathon, working out, uh, working a job, anything that's worthwhile, you have to kind of go through it to be able for it to feel like it was worth it in the end. And we just went, you know, obviously our expectations have been changed. They've been raised for reasons that should be obvious to anyone that has been paying attention to the Denver Nuggets. It sucks to watch them aggress in this way that is unnatural. And um, it's just obnoxious because you don't get like that good dopamine hit like you want the night before Thanksgiving. I want it. But 
like you say, it's delayed gratification. You know, we saw we're watching players that would not be given the amount of effort and time and focus get all of that and watch them grow and progress and feel more confident and comfortable in times when maybe even they're not needed, but like they have a smaller amount of time and they're able to capitalize in that small amount of time. It's all, you know, it is that, that this is the, why the NBA, it, it takes a certain type of person to be able to follow long-term, long-form stories, which oftentimes like the national media wants to boil it down to a day-to-day, you know, sensational nonsense, but not you people, you people get it. Uh, it sucks, so it'll be cool later. Yeah, I'm glad that we have at least gotten to see what Colin Gillespie and Jalen Pickett look like. Yep. Not just, I don't mean just like what they actually look like, their physical appearance, but what their games are like. It's true, though. Like, because, honestly. I mean, there's a good chance that if Jamal Murray stayed healthy and Reggie Jackson stayed healthy we wouldn't see any of those guys for like at all this season, right. especially with how Reggie Jackson's playing. So and yeah, early because those guys will be yeah. out the rotation soon. And it's like, all right, now get to work. Now, you know where you're at. Yeah. And now it's not ideal. I would rather Jamal Murray be healthy, of course, but I do think the silver lining is we at least have some data to, of what they can do to work off of and further evaluate. Yeah. It's all the same things. Like just, getting a a look at your young guys all at the same time right now and also going through those growing pains early in the season so when you get your guy back you can get back right and also give them like fresh air fresh legs um you know a new sense of like hey we know what we are when we're at our best and we're at our best when jamal is out here so um you get to see a, a you know best of both worlds and also know that you have guys that you can go to when things get tough um they're going to figure this out. They're going to get back right. And you get to see that early on in the year. So that's a, that's a positive. For sure. Let's read some Super Chats, Kale. Oh, there's a, po- there's a silver lining. We got there's, rich. There's some sickos out there that are willing to donate to such on a miserable. Thanksgiving, man. Dude, who, you want to talk about being thankful. Homies. You want to talk about being thankful. Uh, I, I can't read it. Can you? Uh, can you make it a little bigger, Kale? Uh, I can read a little. Uh, Sava, bench got outscored by a double and made some terrible calls while on court. Jokic made a bad decision with that double tech, shifted the momentum in the clutch. Sluggish screens from Serbia. The slugget. Yeah, the Jokic tech was man. weird. He was definitely frustrated. He's just he on shouldn't edge, have bro. gotten a tech on it, to be honest. Yok is on edge. It sucks. It sucks Jaylen for him this early on to have to be on carrying the team the way he is. He's on edge, man. It's like uncomfortable to see, like, because you know when things get a little rocky, you're like, oh man, you're like nervous. It's like, bro, I'm nervous that he's gonna get, the, he's gonna pull a Draymond or something, and like, that's what I mean. Suspension. That's what I mean. It's like it just feels like really, uh, yeah, you know, unsettled and unbalanced right, right now. now. We haven't seen it from him in a while. Uh, from you know, <laughs> is Zeke the worst player no. in the NBA? No, <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's been disappointing this season, though. For sure. Zeke's in a tight spot, too, man. Like, I want to see him, when Murray gets back, really play well. And I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. He shouldn't be this, like, uh, it shouldn't be this precarious, you know? But at the same time, he is in a tight spot. Yeah. But come on, Zeke, get that dog in you. (sighs) Uh, Sava again. Jokic stopped playing rim protection defense because he gets soft fouls and is more valuable team on the offense as a motor. 
uh, but should try to be the guy on defense, just try to make stops. He was playing really good defense at the start of this year. Like, he came out one he, he did. It's all gone. I, he, he wanted to set the tone in that regard, it's and true. I think he did. Right. You know, Nuggets have been a top 10 defense so far this season, but... They've lost the tone. As we know, and as Jokic knows, I don't think that's a thing you can do for 82 games and then still have what he needs to have in the tank to win another championship. Dude, they ate the Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, and it looks like uh, Cole Anthony ate a turkey post game. Oh my God, that's they great. ate a turkey on the like court. John Madden, like Madden. NFL style, on the Serve court. They rolled out a turkey in the post game interview, and they all ate it. That's, that's kind of sick. They were feasting, man. They should have been up. Franz you Wagner just, was like, "This is my first experience." I was just gonna say, "What are you? You're German. You eat Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's and Paolo Bancaro's Italian. Yeah, what the well, hell? <laughs> this is an absolute insult." <laughs> Although he played for Team USA. <laughs> Traitor. Five 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 ish. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my friends, family, chat, and the DNVR crew providing great content year round. We're Thank thankful you, for all, all of you, man. Five, 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 you guys five, five, do five raise our real vibes, win. man. I'm glad we real raise win. yours from time to Dude, time, and you yeah. guys raise ours. Five 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 five. Dog in it. <laughs> you got the sixth most dog in you on the Nuggets. Jacob Hill, you can tell Eric has yeah. that dog in him. Yeah. You got that dog yeah. in him. I've seen his x-rays. I've seen his x-rays. I know, right? Dog. You're like, what is that mass? Oh, that's dog in him. It's dog. <laughs> so much dog. Uh, Evrad, they made some mistakes. Jokic not good in defense. Sure, it's his regular season defense. Yep. He yeah. can't do it all the time, but nope. they were not bad. Magic played well. They were slightly better. It happens. It does happen. Good, it does super, in, good super chat. But it's... The thing is, is that they did play slightly better, and they were slightly better. But they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not better. They and are not it. ultimately better. <laughs> That's the. They're on a roll talking. though, and they're having fun, man. They're having fun. Those. They're the Broncos. Uh, you know, again, Nuggets were five and seven on the road without Murray last year, so it's more the same this year. Good yep. stat. Good stat. Yep. Man, you guys declared Franz Wagner not good, and he went for twenty-seven points on eleven eight. I didn't make any well, declarations. He had the incredible second half. You guys called it. Uh, ben, like 1984. The These half. tough he times will only better prepare us. Amen. It's they true. will. It's, it's true. It's true. Franz Wagner almost outscored Yoke, man. Uh, let's do a quick ATA. There's a lot of games, Dev. Can you just like run us through quickly? Because yep. there's one thing in particular I want to get to. Around these. Around this is presented by. No one. Still Nobody. looking for a Still sponsor. Still looking for a sponsor. <laughs> Still looking for it. <laughs> so I'll just go quickly. The Hornets beat the Wizards. Another high-scoring game. Another monster game oh from LaMelo Ball. Wizards-Hornets is the goon ball. That's the goon ball right there. That's two teams that play like goons. LaMelo at 34 and 13. Um, Miles good. Bridges, 33 points, Bro, 10 rebounds. The worst thing about the <laughs> NBA is, like, Miles Bridges is so good. And, like, you can't. You can't be a fan of his. I don't even want to say anything. Let's keep it moving. You he just was, can't do it. I mean, he was good even before I, all of that happened. No, man. that's the point. Like, I, the, <laughs> the Hornets, good the Hornets were my team. Like, I, they were my like kind of sneaky side piece team. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And now, I'm, and then I, that happened. I'm like, oh man. And now you're like, oh, we, I, I can't cheer for this. Yeah. Uh, the Pelicans get the win, one seventeen, one twelve. Bro, I'm trying to Kings. tell you guys. I'm worried that Pell's team, when they're at their best, that, that is good. Was good. De- uh, De- I'm, I'm not them worried tw- still. They beat them because tw- they're not going to be their best when it matters. But they beat the Kings two times in a row. That's that's big time. They beat Dallas. They smacked Dallas. Your they Kings. smacked Denver. They smacked the Kings. They're good. Yeah, Zion had 25 points. Ingram had 23 points. Um, the Pelicans are good, really. Like 
Trying to tell they, people. They get it done, and they also are missing uh, McCollum, and they still happen. Uh, when uh, an NBA player has a dream, their dream consistent. It's every time it has the Pacers in it. That is a dream <laughs> matchup. They had 300 points in regulation last night. No, did you guys see that? I did see that, man. That was insane. 300 points. Second night of a back-to-back, you think that they're going to slow down? No. 131-132 to the Raptors. The Raptors get the win. Oh, my um, God. They put up the numbers, man. Pascal had 36 points. Pascal, yuck. On the other side, <laughs> you had to be E40. <laughs> Eric 40, huh? All right. Buddy Hill had 31 points. Tyrese Halliburton, 33 points, 16 assists. That is my side piece. That guy's good. He is, he so is good, man. I love Tyrese Halliburton. Me and Legler the I other day like debated, would you rather, and I'm curious you guys, would you rather start your team right now with Tyrese Halliburton or with Shea Gilgis-Alexander? Halliburton. Halliburton. I take SGA. Uh, I think it's That's weird. a tough one, though, I man. I think it's weirder to refer to a uh, one guy as a side piece. I think SGA has gotten a, a little overrated. <laughs> huh? I think SGA has gotten <laughs> a little overrated. Dude, You're talking about the second place. Do you have a team of side pieces? Yeah, well, like, have a side piece team. To me, it's weird to point out a guy as your side piece. That means it sounds like you're in a literal relationship with him. I mean, I've been in a relationship. All right. The Miami Heat get the win 129-96 over the Cavaliers. Miami's starting to win a lot, dude. Um, course, they're they're ten and five. They have the same record as the Nuggets. Yeah. Theirs is in a row. It feels yeah. like oh, uh, they're man. the opposite of the Nuggets. They're yeah. winning all late. Kyle Lowry had twenty eight points in this. I didn't even know he was good. Your <laughs> your side piece, uh, Hakes, twenty two points. This is my side piece, right? Yes. You're giving this to me. Hell yeah! How would how do you do? Tell 28 me. points. Just another one, another one of Adam's guys. This is I get the Latinos, you guys. Come on, it's a roll. I get the Latinos. Side pieces. Jaime you get him and Juan Toscano. I genuinely love this dude's game, though. He really is dope. Yeah, yeah. Name he's got a sweet game. game. He's smooth, man. Boston gets the win over the Milwaukee Bucks. That's a big win. Yep, the agenda for everybody's agenda was down today. Really. Yeah. Uh, we, really, we took a yeah. bunch of to the agenda. <laughs> this was like the one of the worst agenda days we've ever seen. Oh my god! <laughs> this was a rough agenda day. Brooke, Brooke Lopez, twenty eight points. We need a day points. off to recover. Twenty eight points leads all scores. Um, Damian Lillard had twenty seven points. Not a great game for uh, Giannis. Twenty one points, thirteen rebounds, seven of twenty from the field. Boston, um, Jalen Brown had twenty six points. Jason Tatum, 23 points, 7 of 17 from the field. So not not horrible on the agenda for him, but a win. The Clippers get the win over the Spurs. This was a weird game. Do you want first off, I'm gonna go to the stats and then you could break down what happened in this game. Kawhi okay. had 26 points. Paul George, 24 points, 8 of 23 from the field, so not a great game. Um, but they pull off the win. Wimby had 22 points, 15 rebounds, three blocks. What happened in this game, Adam? So Kawhi used to play for them, huh? Mm-hmm. He used to play for San Antonio I remember that. back in the day and back mm. in a previous era. It's the first time hearing of this. Well, today he goes to the line. It was a long time ago. And can you guys believe it? Spurs fans booed him. Huh. Because he uh, betrayed had a, a strange in- injury thing that forced himself out of town. Forced himself out. Very much wanted to go to the Lakers or wherever. Um, and they booed him. And you know who was having none of it? Greg Popovich. Roll that footage. Roll that beautiful piece. Pops on the mic. That's not who we are. That's not who we are. He don't know those people. He's like, they're like, this is exactly who I am. Can I can I tell you guys something? They booed him. 
right after that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. I, if Greg Popovich explained to me that's not who we are, I'd be like, you don't. I am. That is all I am. I Here, don't know you. I, here's the thing. Mark Spears berated the city of Denver a few years back for booing Carmelo Anthony. Oh, here's my the thing. God. Booing is sports. 100% acceptable. There's nothing like, offensive about it. There's nothing like scumbaggy about it. There's nothing bad at all, period, about it. Sports are fun because you go into opposing arena and they don't like you. They're like, <laughs> they're like, I don't like this guy and I hope he fails. Popovich is like, all right, uh, guys, we don't exp express displeasure around these parks. Yeah. Not one of us. I, lo I love Popovich. I respect everything he does. I really like Greg Popovich. I like him a lot. But he does a lot of this stuff. He does a lot of this stuff to me where I'm like, bro, what are we doing? It's actually wild to grab the mic in the middle yeah, of the game. Yeah, that's crazy. In the middle of the game? He really treated that like he did one of his like anti-gun speeches, which you respect, but he treated it for booing. That's like when, the the game. <laughs> when the principal walks into like the classroom hey. and like <laughs> tells you what to do. Like, they're like, who yeah. is that? Listen here, Buster. <laughs> the only time you... Have ever seen a coach grab the mic like that? Is um, when Mo Cheeks is like Larry Brown when he's begging uh, his players not to go up into the stands anymore to fight the fans. Yeah, <laughs> I love Greg Popovich, but to me that is a major L. That's like, a major I love L. Him, but shut up, Grandpa. Come that, on, that, man. That, that have we big, become that, that soft? Grandpa vibe, yeah. Grandpa, you're like, go back. This is the I mean, Kawhi Leonard deserves to well, be this, booed. This, this, this is like one of these Boo things. Him. Yeah, this is one of these things where you've lost the script or you've lost the plot here of life, which is this is entertainment. Yeah. And if it was a vaudeville play and we we're like, hey, we don't boo Black Bart around these parts. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he stole. <laughs> I don't care if he stole the lunch from whatever. That's, that's really good, man. People, over, a people over fifty are like, man, what a class act. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like it's golf I or something. Caught, where everyone's I caught that voice, by the way. I, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Was, was that Deb's white voice? OKC gets the one sixteen one hundred two win over the Bulls. <laughs> The Bulls keep on losing. DeMar DeRozan, 25 points. Cody White had 23 points. 40 points for SDA. 12 assists. There you go. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 40 and 20? 40 and 20. He had 20 what? Sorry, 12 assists. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, that 20 assists. That was going to be insane. 12 assists. Maybe I have to but that's my Halbert That's take. even big for him. Like, 12 assists is crazy. For 40 points as well, that's, that's monstrous. Yeah, it's the Bulls. The, the Timberwolves get the win, 112 one, uh, to 99 over it. the Sixers. They're going to be the one seed at this point. Embiid decided to How many to should not Embiid play. have? He, zero. What? He didn't Wait play. Wait a second, depth. Is that a Go good... Go Bear, hold him to, hold hold to zero. Hold on, is that a good defensive front court? Why would he play like... He went, He played against Washington last week, right? What did he play? Did he play? He yeah. Circled. He's, he's, hold on. He's hold playing, on. He, he got to that game early. Hold on. Hold he on, plays no. against these teams that have no front court. I don't understand. Why would he sit out the game when there's a good defensive front court? Listen, I'm not playing me. pickleball two days in a week. <laughs> Especially not two days in a row. I'm just saying, if you could have asked me like a month ago, you would have been like... uh the Sixers, the day before Thanksgiving, are going to be in Minnesota. I would have been like, I'll bet Embiid doesn't play that one. Yeah, yeah you've seen that one. Come to writing's on the wall for that one. <laughs> um, Carl Anthony Towns continues to play well. 23 no points, dog, 11 rebounds. Anthony Carl Edwards had Towns? 31 no. Who has points more, him or Zeke? <laughs> they got this... <laughs> Or they just have zero, both. Both of them have zero. He's just Zeke Naji with the uh, yeah, with the like, uh, Drew Hanlon workouts. <laughs> he's, he's Zeke Naji with the summer with Drew Hanlon. 
Oh, we're being so. I love Zeke. I just deserve this. Honestly, honestly, we deserve this. Honestly, what this terrible streak has done is it's brought us back to life. Our dog and us has been. We're talking shit. We gotta bring it. We're telling Greg Popovich he sucks. We'll touch that damn mic. Can we really go in on right everyone in our path? The last game of the night is Houston Rockets, or that's not live right now. Houston Rockets get the win, uh, one eleven to ninety one over the Memphis Grizzlies. In this game, twenty three points for Jaron Jackson. He got called little. Not Goon decided to hit hit a hook shot, called him very little. Shane Goon did. Yeah, Shingun wow. said Shane Goon gave small. him the too small. Very uh, small. He believes that he's small. Jalen Green had 34 points back to his usual self. Man, we are taking L's over here, Eric. This man. Is boy. This is bad, dude. <laughs> Jalen Green went off. Time this to get the hell up out of here. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, tell me Tari Eason Wait, wait, wait. Tari Eason was a plus 24. Let's go. The only agenda is still six, six points. That, <laughs> plus 24, dude. Plus 24, man. Um, by the way, real quick. Memphis is 3-11. and 11. Is their season over? Yes. 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 All right. They're dead. Yep. Uh, all right. Hit that John, outro music. You can kill. go to Shock and Roy's again. We got a couple more super it's chats, over. I think. <laughs> From the homie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's two. I love DNVR and the community. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for letting S3 hang on the watch along. Proud of you, Dev. Enjoy the holidays. You're only oh, proud of Dev. Hold on. That's my yeah, guy, dude. Well, I didn't Dev know do. him before this. Like, that dog, dude, that Super Chat had no dog if in y'all it. Seen yeah, it, yeah, it had no dog if y'all seen at the end, it was Park Hill at the end. That's my Park guy. Hill. So course, I lived in Park Hill. I bought my first house there. Right? You damn sure ain't a Park Hill guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, was on, I was on the HOA, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, S3, man. Shouts to S2 and S3. It was so good to see him. A nice little holiday treat. You know, when yes. you see the homies they haven't seen in a while. Everybody else, thanks for hanging with us all this time. Oh, gosh. Laking ball. He's back. All right. What's up, guys? So the Celtics are good, and I love it. So are the Nuggets. Really on a tier without the Celtics in it. So are, he's saying, are the, uh, yeah, are the Nuggets? Yeah, uh, yeah. You're catching us at a down moment yeah, right yeah, now. Right? Hey, you know what? Know something, you actually, worry, yes, sir. You want to know something? Here. Laking ball. You know what the Celtics are this year without Derek White? They are one and two. Mm. So they lost three games. Two of those have come in the three that Derek White lost. Dog I'm White? Telling, and that is Derek White their second best player? I wouldn't think so. On a, t- well, on a team that features the best starting lineup this century? I'm just saying, man. You, you see what happens when you lose your second best player. Colorado zone, right friend of the DNVR bar. Recently balled by, by choice. Who? Derek White. Oh, yeah. He is a big fan, man. I wish he was on the Nuggets. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you on Friday. Hey, in-season tournament on Friday. Big game on Friday. Everyone take take a nap. Take some time. Get that dog in you. Get that dog in you. We'll see you guys on Friday.